Rise Up Radar Family. Man, I had a really fun conversation with my good buddy Chris. We recorded it, and it was so good. We cut it into two parts for you, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. But one little thing, we had some audio issues with the recording. I understand that, so they'll be resolved for our next show. But I just wanted to make you aware of that. Just power through, stick with me. We're going to have an awesome show. Let's get after it. Rise up. Welcome to Rise Up Radar, where we keep the Falcons on your radar. Thank you for joining me, Stan Parker, for another episode. Let's have a ball and show. You have a wealth of knowledge in this uh, department, and I'm going just with what I see with my own eyes. And so um, not going into the, the annals of history, which I know that you have seen some of that. So what is your favorite Falcon of all time? Or who, okay. is, your, who is your favorite Falcon of all time? This is hard. Okay. I wrote down 17 names. Stop playing, Chris. I, look, I'm sitting in my laptop, look at my screen, and I got two. <laughs> I wrote down 17 names, and I'm thinking, how am I going to decide who Put them is- in the hat. Yeah, how am I going to decide who it is? Um, can I tell you some of these names, and then we can decide? Yeah, absolutely. And run them, run through them. And they go from they go from recent to a little further back because I'm okay. a little bit older than you are. Uh, just a smidge there. It starts with Steve Barkowski. Oh man, okay. Because as a young whippersnapper, I went to the Atlanta Fulton County Stadium, the right. round stadium, on a Monday Night Football to watch them lose to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, get it. And I love Barkowski. Barkowski. Jamal Anderson. Oh, the, the dirty bird himself. Yeah, running back for the yeah, Super Bowl and the, team. Yeah, yeah, he blew out his tires on the way to the championship yeah, there. They landed yeah, the egg. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, well, he's dirty. football the next year uh, after we went to the Super Bowl against Dallas. First yeah. Game. Awful. Uh, prime it, time. Oh, you know. easy. Prime. Like, uh, Morton Anderson. I wish that, okay, hang on. <laughs> back back up. All right. So first off, I just I added someone to my list, but prime time. I, I understand it because the defensive back has a fluid. Like even back then was like they were hired guns. Jarrell Revis was a hired gun all of his yeah. career. You know, it's it's the nature of the beast of like high powered defensive backs. But I really wish he would have stayed in Atlanta. Oh, like me too. It's, and, it's me too. And so that would have been like I would love to have seen him enshrined as a Falcon and like spend his career like like embody Atlanta. I would love to have seen that. But, well, like, had he stayed, he would be a unanimous best ever Falcon, maybe. Right. And I we could have that conversation on a on a different pod for sure, uh, a different episode because I think uh, I know the answer off the bat when you said that, but it would be some debate about it. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll write that in the. Uh, I'm actually about to type that up right now. All right. So Morton Anderson, what a spectacular uh, pick, dude! I remember. So we had somebody, something or another happened. Like we got tickets to a monster truck rally, and uh, <laughs> we were like in the monster truck rally. The like during like the playoffs, and like Morton Anderson hits like this big kick, and it was like the kick to. 
And then the Vikings missed the kick to go to the Super Bowl. We were in a doggone monster truck rally. And I was so I – mean, yeah, I was really young. But, like, I remember, like, everybody crowding around in the common areas, like, cheering and stuff like that. Like, Morton Anderson, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So, that that game, when they were in the uh, NFC Championship game to go to the Super Bowl, yeah, I was in, I was in, in Utah at uh, Park City. Not Park City, Powder Mountain skiing on a ski trip out west. Isn't and that crazy how like big events, yeah. like big events and it was that a you Sunday know morning because out there, you know, the time change. So oh my gosh. I'm skiing with my wife and my in-laws, and I skied down to the lodge while they kept skiing and watched the game in the lodge with, you know, 150 people crowded in that little lodge that I don't know. And when when Minnesota kicker misses that kick, and he had not missed a field goal all year, uh, in that all year, yeah, just perfect. I think he hadn't missed a field goal, something yeah. crazy like that. He misses the field goal, and then Morton Anderson, bang chance, he, just, he made that kick. I'm hugging. You don't even ball. know, yeah. It's just it's the a good old days, yeah. Me forever. And uh, I remember saying when we got when I got home back to Georgia, I heard a radio announcement. It said, "This just in." Pigs flying out of yeah. <laughs> hell has frozen over, and the Falcons are in the Super Bowl. That is too too good. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, I've loved him ever since. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, he was in the record books. It's like one of the high score, like high scoring players of all time. Oh yeah, because he kicked forever. Yeah, forever. Yeah. He kicked for the Saints, and then you know the Falcons. Yeah, right. I think, and, and I think he was. He's the only person that leads the both. Two different franchises and points scored. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Isn't it? Yeah. So, Morton Anderson, loving ageless. Here's a name for you: Billy White Shoes Johnson. All right, so that's a, that's a little before my time. Yeah, that's so. that's when I was young. But he was. Uh, that's when everybody wore black shoes, and he broke out the white shoes. Oh and man, look out! So fast, punt, kick returner, punt returner, extraordinaire. See if you know this name, Jesse Tuckle. Oh yes, the hammer. Yes, the hammer. Great, great, great uh, linebacker. William yeah. Andrews. Anyway, Jesse Tuggle, isn't that uh, Grady Jarrett's dad? Is it really? Yeah. I'm I didn't pretty, know that. I'm pretty sure. Like, man, I'm getting stuff wrong. Let me, don't let me. I know, know he, I know he had a bit. son that played in the NFL. I didn't know it was Grady Jarrett. I thought he was, his son was named after him, but you would know more than me, probably. Uh, all right. Who's your, who was your next one? William Andrew, Andrews, running William. back out of Auburn back in the 80s. A lot huh. like just a, a hoss of a running back. Yeah, uh, Jesse Tuggle is Grady Jarrett's dad. Sorry. In, oh, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I didn't. I, I got him mixed up, yeah. So, my favorite all-times – I have a couple of names that are uh, that are uh, present right. right now on the team. Brian and Julio sure. are in this list. Then I got Tony G. Even though hey. he was he he's he's one him. of my three. So <laughs> I have some other names that won't be won't make the cut in the end, but just some good names I'll say yeah. fast. Chris Chandler, oh, yeah. who that's so funny, yeah. Bowl. I remember him the most because I was like really impressionable, like being young like that. And I remember Chris Chandler, like, yeah, I remember all those teams. Loved him. Uh, Algie Crumpler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big old tight end. 
Big tight end. Uh, Turner, the burner, Michael Turner, the running back. He's on, loved him. He's on my list. Is he? <laughs> he's, I think he's the running back of the – uh, he, he's on the all-decade team for the 2000s. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a running back you may not remember, and I shouldn't say it because he's from Georgia Tech, but I loved him. Keith Brooking. Keith? Wait a minute. No, he's not a running back. He's a linebacker. I mean, a linebacker. I definitely yeah. running back. I mean, yeah, he's a linebacker. Yeah, linebacker. Great linebacker out of Tech, and he was so he good. was he was insane too, man. I remember him being. He looked like I don't know why, but him and Brian Cushing get yeah, get, like in yeah. the, that visual of like just being intense and like yeah. Brian we, Cushing was a little insane, but yeah. We had a wide receiver back in the day with Barkowski named Alfred Jenkins. As a boy, oh. I pretended I was him. Loved him. Nice. Still holds the, the the most yards in the season, I think, for a receiver. Wow. Okay. Okay. I read that yeah. if that's correct. And, I believe uh, it. I got two more names on this list. Okay. You have to include Jeff and Note. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. That's, that's I mean, a he's given. an offensive lineman. It's maybe not but as you exciting, got, but he's a but great you, Falcon. Right. And then you the have, next one I'm going to say. You have, I know it's coming. Go ahead. It's controversial. Of course. I loved him. Absolutely. You should. Mike Vick. He is a cheat code. It doesn't. <laughs> he was a cheat code. Madden 2004. It was ridiculous. It was like you have to like when you sat down, they were like, all right, you can play, but you can't play Vic. You got to change the. It's like, no. I, dude, ask me who, who I've been rooting for my entire life. Uh, the Falcons. Okay. Oh. Uh, I'm playing the Falcons. Okay, and I'm playing Vic. It's like, yeah. no, you can't do that. It's like, I'm a Falcons fan. Are you kidding me? It's like, yeah. So, Mike Vick is, oh, my gosh. Yes. We traded up to get the number one pick to get him. I loved that move. It was yeah. worth it. Um, we took a church group to see them play the, the Cincinnati Bengals one time, and we were way up high in the Georgia Dome. And and he was he, he came out to the outside, and it was crazy because from that angle, it's different than TV. You could see the angles that people had on him. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Another gear. And even when he revived his career, even in in Philadelphia, he had some magical moments of, you know, that crazy Christmas game. And then, uh, you know, even at the end of his career, the Steelers, he was still making – I mean, left-handed, throwing the ball on on the line. And that's what they were saying. Like, they said, like, that he had a hard time throwing like the ten yard slants because he would like throw it so hard that it would just like it would go through your hands, their hands. Like he had to put like touch on the ball. Like he would throw it so hard. Oh my gosh, that was that's all right. So Chris, there's your seventeen names. Who's who's number one? I'm just sitting here thinking about that, and it's it's so hard. I mean, I can tell you there the ones who would be in contention would be Tony Gonzalez, but he probably wouldn't win because it would wasn't as many years. Right. But for the years he was here, he might have been my favorite. He, uh-huh. I was, me and my friend, I was like, he was like the human pillow. He just never got hit. You never saw him get thumped. He always like eased himself down to the ground, always got out of bounds. You never saw him take that jarring shot. Like you see, like Devontae Freeman run, it's just like, just like aggressive. He was aggressive, but like it was always jerky and like he would get take hits and it was jarring. But Tony Gonzalez seemed him and Jason Witten never seemed to really get like stuck by like a real big hit. Yeah, and the and the and the hands were oh, the hand- none. Second yeah, to none. Second to none. Like basketball out there. You know, he's he's out there getting boards in UCLA. Like it's uh, it's ridiculous. He would get quarterbacks in practice to throw him the worst passes they could at him. He didn't yeah. want good passes. He wanted Dude, terrible ones. I remember against the Eagles going top shelf. It was 
like, and he's tall anyway, but like, so if you like, just look at that, like pass in a vacuum, like how, like you saying, like the worst pass possible and just skying up and having the awareness to toe touch at the end of, at the end zone. Oh, he was incredible. <laughs> Poetry in motion. Yeah. Tony, yeah. Tony G will have a, always have a place in my heart. I'd put him in the list. If I had a top final four, it'd be him. I think it'd be Deion Sanders. Uh-huh. I love Dion. I love too legit to quit. You know, how much? How much fun the Dirty Birds and dances. Yeah, yeah. Mike Vick would have to yeah. be there just because the electricity and the fun. And you'll probably be shocked at the fourth one. But okay, Matt Ryan. Oh, dude, his first pass. Yeah, six, remember his first pass? Sixty yards, I think. Yeah, sixty yards against touchdown. Detroit. Yeah, Mike, Michael Jenkins. And he was well, he was like the third pick in the draft. And I remember when we picked him, I was kind of down on him because I thought Boston College. Boston College. Who they who they play? And he has he has just been the consummate professional. Absolutely, he gets overlooked. I, I listened to one of your earlier podcasts where they talked about the top one hundreds and where he was ranked was just, yeah, just this larceny. The just, people are just awful, and so yeah. He he's won me over, and I just I like his his uh, his presence, and he's going to be great for the game afterwards if he stays in it. Because if you hear him interviewed, he's phenomenal at that. Just a yeah. great leader. And I, I like the Matty Ice. So. I like the sound bites where he gets a little fiery with his language and telling other people yeah. what what to do. Yeah, Not, you know, just like just is the you think of. The, the clean cut this guy oh Matt Ryan's this but like you watch him in practice and go and watch some of his like you know coaching stuff he's like he's got a little Boston in him he's like no, yeah. you, no you do this so I, yeah I'm with <laughs> you on that so, so for my winner I'm gonna go off the reservation a little bit as oh, I think about goodness. it and I might change my mind tomorrow but okay. <laughs> I'm going Tony G Tony G wins it all the Chris. joy he brought with all every he yeah, never dropped did. a pass oh my gosh yeah yeah and it was well, such a smiley personality. Everybody loved him. He went to his first playoff game. Like, it's, yeah, it, too good. Uh, he's definitely brings, like you said, like a, a good song will bring back emotion. Like, when you think of, like, Tony G, like, the emotions that are surrounded him are like, oh, yeah. man, just, like, it's bubbly and fun. Yeah. Who's your? Sure. Okay, so mine, uh, I don't have this illustrious of list as you do, but, <laughs> um, like, the finalists I, I came up with were – um, Matt, it's all pretty current. Um, I mean, I had people on my list like I did what you did, but I just didn't. I mean, I just ran through it real quick. But like Michael Turner, I just loved the play style. It was just like the bowling ball, yes. hard to bring down, just like hard nose like that. Like Jesse, um, Jesse Tuggle, and then uh, just like tough, uh, like even like offensive linemen, like like you know the mud duck. Like Harvey, that whole group, like Harvey Dahl and yeah, and and um, all all those guys, like Todd McClure and all that stuff. But uh, so it's gonna be, it's gotta be top four. Would be like Julio, Vic, um, Tony G was actually in mine. Matt Bryant was actually like, oh yeah, I, yeah. We call, dude. I call, and this is terrible. And I hope you know, I have I probably have to apologize to the person if I ever meet him. But I was calling him like SpongeBob SquarePants because he was like so like square like body frame. <laughs> it's like a SpongeBob SquarePants at it again, and he was money. And so um, he just had some magical like kicks. And so, um, but yeah, it was Julio, Tony G. Um, Can I give it. you a quick funny story for our podcast? Yeah, hit me. So 
you and I have a mutual friend who I don't okay. really want to say his name. I'll tell you later. Okay. Okay. This <laughs> off, is off the, this, is, this is going great. I'm 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 excited to hear this story. Who was working working tickets at the Georgia Dome for the Falcons season? Okay. And he would go over there every Sunday, and this one particular game, he got put on the sideline to keep people away from the sideline. So he's standing down the sideline, and he apparently was looking toward the stands and not paying attention. And Matt Bryant came over to kick a few into the net to warm up his, his uh, net. Yeah. And our friend like backed into his personal space. Oh my. <laughs> and Matt Bryant shoved him, not like, shoved him, but like cursed him out. <laughs> what? Yes. And so, and so forever when I think of Matt Bryant, I just laugh. I laugh. Yeah. That is too funny. What year was that? Was that like 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 five, seven years ago, something like that? That is crazy. That is an awesome story, man. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. All right. So, back who's your number my, one? Okay. So my number one, Matt Ryan. Okay. So I, I'm I'm going with you. Said you went. You went Tony Matt Ryan? Is that what I went Tony saying? G. Oh, you went Tony G. Sorry, yeah. So you went Tony G. Mine's going to be Julio. That's a great choice. Because he's doing what he's doing counterculturally. Uh, from, right. From the diva wide receiver of the – the you know big personality and stuff. I wish he had a little bit bigger personality because I you know I love that stuff, man. I'll get out there talking like Moss and stuff. But he's gonna be at the end of his career. He's gonna be spoken about in the same category as Moss, as Larry Fitzgerald, and, and as uh, Jerry Rice. He's yes. gonna be talked about in the Mount Rushmore well, at, listen, at the end of his career. And he's thought, the best receiver in the national football right now. Somebody email me. We can have that conversation all day long. It's fine. I agree 100%. My daughter, Jordan, when she listens to this podcast, is going to be angry with me for not for even <laughs> questioning and not being because He's her favorite player all the time with the Falcon or anybody. So he loves, she loves him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Jordan, forgive me. It's yeah, I, I'm with you. I like, I like Julio too. He's up there. There's so many good answers. I mean, so many good, you know. So many good players too. Like you so I told go- you, I had a surprise for you. Yeah, and you might not be comfortable doing this. Oh, but goodness. I couldn't help it because it's the way I think. Okay, who's your all-time least favorite Falcon? Oh, and then, this, you know this could be okay. Okay, okay. Um, I okay. So, ah uh, man. So, like things like just. Not, it's not even playing bad. It's maybe it's just like at it has a lot of like playing bad or like costing. Yeah, yeah, costing big games. And oh my gosh, this is okay. I'm gonna say it, and it's it's really controversial. But Harry Douglas, <laughs> he bothered me so bad, and I I'm have to apologize to him in person. If I ever meet him, I'll shake his hand and give him a hug. But like. Like on the radio, he like talked big about like how good of a receiver he was, or like you know that kind of thing. But like, I, I don't like it, you know he tripped over the thirty yard line on the way to touch on the way to the Super Bowl. But like, I just 
he was good, but he wasn't all that, and he thought he was all that, and that really, I think, really got under my skin. He went to Tennessee, and I, he didn't do much ever there. But like, I think he's he's one of my least favorite Falcons of all time. Um, and like receivers that just had bricks for hands, they like bother me. But like something like that, or even <sighs> other players that have like. I want, like bad attitudes or like just not wanting to play. I feel like yeah. would be, and it would be considered in the bottom or the top of the least favorite. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. I think I might up, know yours. Lead up five and then the one. It'll be very fast. It'll yeah, work. I think I know yours. Yeah. Go ahead. Big Beasley. <laughs> I dude. I all right. So I thought you were gonna go that number one. That was my guess. You were gonna put number one. He's, well, he's not the most hated. I'm gonna say that one for last. But he's okay. one of them. Because we picked him instead of Todd Gurley. Now at least we get Gurley back. Um, yeah. Desmond True. True. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. He got burned or pass interference. It seemed like every pass. No, so, that was – listen, he wasn't even as bad as – the. I, he might be on your list too, but Robert Alford, man. Uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. What they call him? The- Some, Alfred Island or something. <laughs> I don't know. I called it the human pass interference. <laughs> yeah, it, it was every play yeah. for him. Ray Buchanan. Oh, of course. Did I, I didn't even consider that. Yep. Chris Miller for wearing his hat backwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> you remember him? No, but wearing his hat backwards. I'm going to go research not that. Chris Miller, the quarter, not Chris Miller. I, I like Chris Miller. The quarterback from Indiana. He played for Indiana. He played had a great Indiana. arm. Uh, okay, hang on. You know what I'm about? No, a ridiculous good arm, and he was the quarterback. But he was just well. That'll come to us. Let me tell you my number one most hated Falcon of all time, and I don't think this will ever change. You yeah. ready? Kyle Shanahan. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's uh, Jeff George. Is that who you think Jeff that George? Was? Yes, Jeff George. That's who I was trying to say. I love Chris yeah. Miller. Jeff George is going to say. Yeah, okay. There we go. No. Kyle Okay, so I have, like, really mixed emotions about that. It's like, in my head, I'm like, if you just not took that coaching job, we could have did things. But, like, he went and had his own ship and did the same exact thing for the Falcons that he did, or the San Francisco that he did for the Falcons and, like, had a t- blew a 10-point lead in the biggest game of his life. So, like, I don't want to it's, wish evil on others, but the, the, the carnal side of me was kind of glad that that happened to them, too. Oh, listen, I was just so glad to not be on the butt end of, like, all right, well, he Sears, I have, like, two different things. I had, like, in my emotions, I was like, all right, if he does this, his name's going to be attached to the Falcons, and, like, it's going to be in every conversation. Oh, he got over the hump with them. But if he... If he wins the Super Bowl, he's going to be praised and lauded, and he, we're still going to be attached to him. And I'm about to hear about this because he oh, went over out. But then, but if he blows this, I'm like secretly rooting. I was like, dude, if he blows this lead, he'll <laughs> never, he'll never leave, live this down. And it kind of just like gets the Falcons one more step from like the butt of everybody's joke, like out, like separation, like degrees of separation. The pain, the pain of that experience. And maybe, of course, a lot of it falls on Dan Quinn. Yeah. But as an offensive coordinator, when 
we could have knelt on the ball and and, and kicked the field goal and walked away. Yes. Walked away, you know, now yeah. you have a chance to winning. It's hard. To, it's hard to ever let that go. It's yeah. It's, that's going to hurt for a long time. <laughs> but no more talk thinking about that, right? No, for sure not. So, do you think they're going to? This is a bonus question. Do you think they'll they'll start the season, and do you think they'll finish the season? Yes, and yes. Ah, I'm you are the you are the eternal optimist. I am, and I feel like I feel like I, I don't I don't know yet what they'll do with fans. Well, they they've come out and said that some some some. Uh, Stadiums are going to allow to have fans across the NFL. The I, I hope, I hope right. they will. Yeah, and um, I don't go to many games because of the time they are in my work. But still, I hope they will because it's hard to imagine football without fans. Baseball right. maybe, but not football. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I think they'll start the season, and I think they'll, um, I think they'll, I think they'll finish it. Yeah, that so, might just be optimism talking, but hey. That's who I am. That's who you are. And so I am optimistic <laughs> as well. I think for sure they'll start, but I don't think I don't think they'll finish. There's just so many variables. It takes one team to go down and but the the baseball is powered through it and they, they're trying to do something. You know. The Cardinals the good, are, the good news is unlike baseball, that they're playing once a week and, and it's not like a NBA or baseball where there's you know multiple right you can't catch up those games, you know. In yeah, baseball, they're not might not even have the same number of games played, and that's right. They had like mathematically play like triple headers from here on yeah. out, to like you know, and so, they couldn't do that obviously in football. So you know, there are I can see problems that would arise, of course, but I'm just you know I'm just trying to stay positive. Well, too, like you said, like having like another like additional like advantage that the NFL has is like seeing other leagues pitfalls and and what they've done and what they the, the protocols and stuff like that so like here ricardo allen talking about um there was an interview uh on the radio station that ricardo allen came in he just gave you a peek behind the curtain of what how training camp is in covid19 like uh protocols and they all have like a wristband on that it senses if you're close uh, in closer they all have like an electronic wristband on. Wow! And if if you're if you're within six feet of the other wristband, it'll like beep and turn red, and so you have to like back up till it's green. Like, well, with with its with its nearly unlimited resources, if anybody can do it, the NFL can. Right? They print money, so yeah, so for sure. All right. Well, Chris, what an electric podcast, and uh, I think we had some some cover some good ground and i i thank you for joining me and uh if you want to for having me i love every second thank you for joining us for another episode of rise up radar if you like what you heard go ahead and subscribe rate and review and if you have any questions you have any show suggestions go ahead and drop them in the comment section and uh thank you for listening again and until next time rise up